Hello, we are the 12th of January and we are now in Studio One preparing for the ballet class today. It's a big day. We are waiting for the Queen, Mathilde, to come to the class and to visit the school. She is coming because she wants to give a bit of good energy to school of art that are in a bit complicated uh, situation with Corona. Then after the ballet class that she's coming to watch, we're going to have a talk with her and um, <laughs> Queen Mathilde. to have this occasion to speak with you about the challenges that you have to face, certainly also during this pandemic. In one sentence, how can you summarize your experience here of three years, because you are at the end now of three years, <laughs> you have still a few months to, to go and after it's over. Reflection. <laughs> I think there is something about taking care. Taking care, yes. Yeah. I think also completely transforming. Like I can see from the beginning when we arrived and who we are now, it's completely yes. different. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Even in the way we think and the way we address each other. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that today, there is like a individual connection, but also a collective connection. Mm. <laughs> I've kind of learned that I don't really know anything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've learned to listen and that people have a lot to give if you, you give them it's space. It's a learning process for the whole life. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can only wish you good luck. I'm so happy also to hear the cohesion around you. And also, like you say, to develop also the resilience in this difficult time. <laughs> it is so important to feel that you can help each other. Good luck for you. Good Thank luck. You. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. Welcome to the last episode of Generation 13, a three-year journey into the lives of five students at Contemporary Dance School Parts in Brussels. Only six months to go until graduation. The regular classes are almost over. Central to the program now are two months of a creation process with invited choreographers, the personal work of the students and the exit festival that they organize themselves from start to finish. For a few more months, it will remain a balancing act, between keeping the focus on today's school commitments and the anxiety about the future ahead, between individual ambitions and needs and the commitment to the school community, between being happy it's almost over and clinging on to those last precious moments as a student. Brace yourselves for an intense last ride. 
which will take you all the way to Rio de Janeiro for a long overdue trip of Marla, and from New Zealand back to Brussels in the footsteps of Kia. Hey, we are the 16th of January. I am now at my place in Brussels. It's very cold and it's winter. And also, this week they sent us a mail. It was kind of weird. Rosas is having an audition uh, private uh, only for us tomorrow night. And it's funny because I was with my friends and we were like having a coffee and we were speaking about that. And me, I felt a bit stressed, you know, for sure. Because that would be very cool to have a, this little freelance contract with Rosas in August and, and September and then maybe go a bit on tour. But yeah, let's see tomorrow. I don't want to make a big thing out of this audition. But still, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> hello, hello, it's Zoe and we are the 1st of February. We have just started the week of work with uh, the choreographer Maria Asabi. She's working on slowness and we're going to do a 12 hours performance in the train station of Bruges where we're going to just do slow motion for uh, 12 hours. And it's also the first time since a long time that we are working all together like uh, 35 people. I'm sure it's good for the group also. So voila, I'm really excited and happy. Hi, this is Renato and today is the 16th of February. I feel quite confused. <laughs> Long story short, in November I got extremely bored. Like I just decided to fill in an application for a master course in architecture. I have submitted a portfolio about flies, sort of trying to understand how it might link to architecture concepts. And I have received... <laughs> I just read up their email. Because, dear Renato, I am delighted to be able to offer you a place at the Royal College of Art for the academic year 2022-23. It wasn't that serious of a thought from my side that I really want to get in. Now we are starting a period of two months of creation with uh, three different choreographers so we could choose between three different um, propositions and I chose to work with Philippe Gemacher who is a choreographer from Vienna. It's the first time we have a creation like this basically and for me it's a big thing because I'm really interested in being performer part of a creation process and I feel really that I'm in my how to say, I'm in my place to do this and I feel uh, good. Hey, it's Eleni and today it's the 16th 
of March. It's been a while that I didn't record any voice note and I think this is because it's been so overwhelming these last months. We're all really caught up with the preparation of the festival, which is it's a really hard thing to do actually because we are 35 people and mostly five of them are working and we we really need to balance everything out and to do equal work everyone and me also <laughs> but um now we have um three weeks of classes with uh, Rakesh Shukesh which was It was crazy. And in the afternoons for the last two months, we have creation with Tamara Cubas. It's really, it's a work that you're really engaged to. And it's not only Tamara choreographing us, but we're going through this whole trip that we speak about going into a trance, um, exhaustion. And she's really dealing with, with the life For example, we were really frustrated one week because we were only five people in the workshop. We had a huge outbreak of COVID in school and everyone was in quarantine. So we were only five people and we were really, really frustrated. And she put that in the piece. Uh, so also to do this piece, to perform this piece, it's really intense. It really needs you to get into a state and start... Um, but in general, yes, it's, uh, it's been really stressful also because we are close to the end and I'm still doing auditions. Uh, I mean, I'm applying, I applied in the audition of Ultima Vez, but they didn't call me and everything is in the air, which is really hard to deal with. Other than that, something that really makes me happy is that the last two weeks, it's sunny. It's fucking sunny in Brussels. This is amazing. <laughs> It never happens. It's like sunny day after day. It's Zoe and we are the 24th of March. This week is a beautiful week for me. I received really good news and I'm really happy. So on Tuesday I received a mail from uh, Mette, uh, Mette in Boston that uh, she was telling me that she needs someone to replace a role in a piece that will go on tour next season. And she's asking me if I would like to do it. So it's really cool and I was really 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 happy it's like a bit of a little dream and uh, today I also received another amazing news is um, uh, with my friend Dora in sets uh, in my city we created this uh, laboratory kind of residency festival and we asked for subsidies and we got uh, 100% of our subsidies so I think I will party uh, for this honor Yeah. Hi, 
on Mala. Today is second day of April. Oh my God! Today is second of April. And I'm in Amsterdam Airport. And I wish you all could feel what I'm feeling right now. I'm so happy. I'm going home. Thanks God, thanks life, thanks universe. I'm going back home. At last, Marla got the chance to travel to Brazil for the first time since August 2019. A necessary trip, but also a very conflicting experience. As Marla told me afterwards, it was amazing, but it wasn't healthy. In the same way it made me feel good, it also made me feel bad. It has been a complex experience, which is still raw. We share some of it, but Marla preferred to keep the more sensitive parts and the unresolved inner and social conflicts out of this story. It will still take a while before she will be able to digest it herself, maybe give meaning to it, and then find the right words to share it with others. After uh, 10 hours and 46 minutes of flight time, uh, we are in a descent towards Rio de Janeiro. The remaining flight time is about uh, 10 minutes. The commander was saying, yeah, we're about to land on Hill, blah, blah, blah. And I was, oh my God, and I started to feel a lot of bubbles on my belly and I started to get warm and it seems that I was really dreaming. I took my luggage and I had a really, really long walk because the Rio airport is really huge. Then I was seeing the, the, the door, the arrival door. And I was, oh my God, and there was a lot of friends raiding me. Then I heard a scream, ah! and I was, oh my God. They were with cartoons. <laughs> Marla, we love you. Marla, we miss you so much. You're the best forever. Then I was like that, looking at them. Oh my God. Is that real? Then I was touching them, like doing that every time. No, don't tell me this is real. Yeah, I stayed in an apartment in Botafogo, which is a house of a friend was in the middle class uh, part of Rio. Then I was in the fifth floor and I was looking down and looking the view. And the funny thing, and it was a very coincidence, on the hill there was a favela that my, my mom was living. She was living there and she was pregnant of me. It is the favela that Michael Jackson made a clip in Brazil, The they don't, they don't really care about us. What about us? They don't really care about us. Come on, come on, come on. Then, as soon as I arrived in the airport, for four days, three days, I didn't, I wasn't alone for one minute. <laughs> I was every time like meeting friends and meeting friends, going to friends' house, seeing everybody because the time was short and I wanted to enjoy everything. And I actually, I, I, I met so many people. And I'm very scary about noise. And in, in Brazil, we make noise every time. 24, it's like Los Angeles. It's 24 hours alive. And you have 
thousand people crossing you by the street and you have uh, motorcycles, thousands of motorcycles, beep, 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 beep. And for me, being here this whole time and come back and face that, it wasn't possible. I knew it. Then on Monday, my friend that was with me since Saturday, he left. And with this silence, like on my, on my head, boom, silence with, you know, a little beep, beep. Oh my God, what is happening? Then I wanted to go out. I couldn't go out for two days, thinking and overthinking, crying, crying, crying so much. Not because of one thing specific. It was because of everything, everything, everything. And there was no... I really wanted to be here a lot. <laughs> and now, I, now that I'm here, I'm scared of going out. Then I started to make my way through alone. I was like, okay, I'm going to discover Rio de Janeiro the way I've never discovered before. and uh, I'm finally in holidays <laughs> otherwise yes this week happened something really funny or I don't know surprising is that Ana Teresa she wants to see six of us so in January we, we did the audition for her and uh, now she sent a mail that we will do an audition again for her and I was part of the six people so that's still something to, to speak about Hi, hello, this is Renate and today is the 4th of April, it's Monday and it is the first day of the final audition and I could not stand to sneak in and peek in a bit to the audition process. It's quite a nostalgic moment because it the day when it becomes a bit clearer than the uh, finishing. The new generation is being selected, our replacement is coming, so we are going to get kicked out. It's Eleni, and today it's the 18th of April. We just finished our, our spring break. Tomorrow we start again with school. I went to Greece for a bit, but it's nice to be back to Brussels. I feel like now that we have just two months until we graduate, I want to be here and to spend time in parts and in the studio and create and rehearse and spend time with my friends here. Also now it was um, the audition for the new generation to come. I wish I could be here to see them and to help for the audition because I remember when I was auditioning, the last generation was helping us and was there to speak with us and release some stress and get to know us also and see who is taking our place. I can't wait to, to meet them and to see, yeah, to remember how we were also in this, in this state. 
like first year going to Pirates not knowing anything. <laughs> Hi, today's 11th of April and I'm in my favorite place in the world. I'm in the waterfall in Rio de Janeiro. And <laughs> oh my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> I didn't give up. And in the third week, I started to enjoy myself. I saw my, my, my aunt and my, my sister was a very nice talk. We ate. I, I had a lot of nostalgia moments. And I, I cooked a very nice lunch. I call it um, rice with everything inside, like cheese and a lot of kind of meats. And I put in the oven to bake a little bit. And voila. Do teu não, do, do, do... Dedé. Dedé e a mulher dela. Dela. E minha também. Mas eu tava enfia, né, Manu? Até a Manu pegou. Eu achei linda que eu dei um vestido da Manu. Eu achei linda aquele vestido da Manu que botou. Hum. Eu vou pra onde com ele, mulher? Tem que ser um tipo um casamento, uma festa chique. Vai me com ele. Hum. É longo hum. demais. Hum. E é de. Como é que fala? De crochê. From the third week on, I went to Vidigal, which is a favela on the hill in front of the sea like <laughs> it's a paradise it's a paradise really this favela Vidigal it's located in the rich part of Rio Leblon, Ipanema, Copacabana is there but in the hill then on Saturday I was there on the couch that's my birthday I was like, I want to party, I want to celebrate my birthday. Then minutes after, a friend sent me a message, hey, you want to go to a ball? The ball that I went to go, there was a singer, a transgender singer, and she's very special to me. And I said, hey, I don't have a ticket, no, no, because it's sold out. And he said, oh, I have a ticket for you. Then I went. Was the amazing, was the... There I realized that I that I'm a transgender person, transgender woman, in process. I don't know, I, I accept myself. I knew it because when I start to identify myself uh, as a non-binary person, I was still like, uh, no, it is something else. I was always saying like, that is a huge key on my life that I have to turn and go through this door, open the door, go through the store. I just, uh, I had to go back to Brazil to, just to accept something that I already knew, you know. It was kind of uh, the, the same thing about my mom, I knew already, but I had to, to feel stepping in the floor that I grew up, just to, to be more rooted. 
the whole time that I was in Brazil, I was trying to meet my father, but the fact that he's living very, he's kind of outside of the city, but it's still Rio de Janeiro. Then the last, last day, I sent a message to him, hey, tomorrow I'm giving a workshop in the dance school that I was studying before. Then we could meet before, have a lunch together. We met, we had a nice lunch together. Oh, when I saw him was... Wow. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. I, I got very emotional. Then he started to cry. Then I started to cry as well. And I said, no, 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 oh my God, no. Good vibes. But then I was crying and saying, no, 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 but this is good vibes. He's older, <laughs> but he's still the same, the same guy, <laughs> the same crazy guy. And I love to be with him because he's a very good talker. <laughs> and yeah, we, we share stories, things that we, we lived when we were far from each other. I don't know if he needs to understand, but one day he will understand what I'm going through. So, yeah, I can see he's very proud. Yeah, I can see. It's Kia Jewel here, and it is May 2022. Um, it's been a hot minute since I've made one of these, kind of been caught up in New Zealand life, but I thought I should make one because in one week I will be back in Brussels, which is so exciting. I am currently in Australia visiting my family because they moved to Darwin in um, January, and yeah, I will be back in Brussels very soon and the best part is that none of my friends from parts know um which is kind of risky but I just love the idea of a surprise so we'll see if I manage to surprise them um they won't have any clue obviously so I'm just you know organizing and planning things at the moment and bye I guess see you soon in Brussels hey good morning this is Renato and today is, I think it's 16th of May and it's another day I need to skip. I just cannot go to school. I don't have the energy. I've been working all weekend to do this bloody festival. I'm also disappointed in others. Like we divide tasks and people are just don't do it and don't do it and don't do it. And people get angry when we say that it's really irrespectful because we do everything. I hate it. <sighs> Never work with friends. Just turn around slowly. Okay. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> are you real? Are you real? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello, it is Kia here. It was just a day of shocking people and surprising them. And 
yeah, lots of people were just kind of freaked out, had such different reactions. Some people, like, froze. Others were, like, oh, like, um, quite dramatic. Quite an amazing experience just seeing so many reactions in one day, and it was quite special. Right before the kickoff of the festival, at the end of June, we found some rare free time slots in the overloaded schedule of preparations and rehearsals to talk. Sitting on this threshold of school life, it's a good place to look back and look forward. What is the most important thing they learned at parts? Are they happy with where they stand now, three years after entering, quite a bit more fresh and naive? What are the foresights? Did the efforts of creating job opportunities eventually materialize? I'm good with myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. I don't think that it's possible to find the identity as an artist now before I, I graduate from parts, but I think that I'm finding it little by little. And it can be a physical dancer, but also connecting also my life with what I do, because we're human beings, you know, you can't keep everything outside of the studio and go and work. And this is something that they taught me to be like that in Greece. Like whatever happens outside of your school stays outside of your school. You come in here, you do your work, you do la la na 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 and then you go and you can deal with it. But here it's really not like that. And this is the difference, I think, with actually being an artist and just being a student. Yes, I think I, I'm where I wanted to be. For sure, there is something I found, and I think it's also trust. I think now I have more belief in what I want to be as an artist, like how I want to position myself in front of people, how I want to, to speak to people, or how I want to work with people, or like ethically, morally, um, even socially as a person, I think I learned a lot. Three years ago, I see a um, crazy, shy, excited, ener energetic guy, very unfaithful with what this guy could do three years ago. And now I see that um, the person I became It's not afraid anymore of life, of, of going through my, my, my expectations and of going through my desires. Because before, I, I was afraid of myself. I was afraid of my thoughts. And now I don't. I think what I learned from school about education is that I'm as much responsible for my education as anyone else if not more, I don't think if I could be happier, because I'm extremely happy about where I stand, which is I don't judge 
my work in the way that this is bad or this has no value. I learned how to respect even bad experiences. There are many different practices and it's either working for you or not. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think as a dancer or artist, I'm good at being present in the studio, being very committed to what people ask for me to do or what I ask myself to do. So I'm good at being demanding. Making things happen, coming up with a stupid or like with an oversized idea and then still realizing it. I'm very good in twerking. <laughs> no, I'm very good in teaching, but also I'm very good in improvising and creating crazy and weird, um, stupid things, trash things I love. <laughs> um, I'm a good worker. I, I work a lot and... When we're in a project, I really engage myself and, yeah, I can work, like, for hours. We're not getting evaluated with grades and they're giving us reports with all the feedbacks that teachers um, give. They grade us with... Uh, Problematic, good, very good, excellent. Yeah, but what is really nice with this way of evaluating is that more than the grade that you have, you have a big paragraph of the teacher writing on your work during the, the time he, they were here. And so at the end of each semester, you receive like an envelope, a purple envelope with your name on top, and then you open it and there's like 10 papers where you can read everybody like speaking about you, about your dance, about your work. And then we have a talk with our tutors to speak more in depth about these um, feedbacks and these evaluations that we got. If the teachers are changing month to month, then the mentors are there for years, so there's someone who can actually oversee. And we write also a self-evaluation. No, we don't have exams in parts. We have just the essays in theory, which is a kind of exam, but uh, well, it's just a kind of, uh, it's an essay. I guess you can fail if you're not coming to any, any classes ever, you don't care, you... But I guess also it's a bit impossible to fail because they chose you from... I don't know, 2,000 people to be in this generation. How can you really, really fail, you know, like, yeah.
I remember that in my first self-evaluation for the first semester, I was writing that, oh, I'm very stressed about the life after school. And actually, when I wrote this self-evaluation, Stephen wrote me, think that you will not live again this experience here and see what you can take from parts. And one by one, the things will come and everything. And I was like, okay, But if I just worry about what will happen in the future, I'm just stressed all the time. So I have time, you know, I will do my summer and then I have time to worry about my future. And then I applied to to some auditions and they accepted me for the first round. So it was a bit like a booster. I was like, ah, okay, we're going somewhere. I applied for the for an audition of Isabella Supa. And she ended up accepting me and some other people from Pirates for a project next year. So one month before we finish Pirates and kind of everything gets into place. Now I don't have nothing. I'm waiting the audition of Studios, which will be in the 11th of July, because I really want to do a master. I want to go through my project research. Then I live in my house on the 31 of July and I'm staying in friend's house for two weeks to catch up the class of parts because I don't have a place to stay <laughs> and I don't have anything else, any answer for any job and anything. And my desire is to stay here. <laughs> I just don't know how yet, but I'm staying. <laughs> I still want to do more auditions and find projects or residencies to see what I will do because for sure I will be working with Isabella till the 12th of October but then it's not sure. But it's the first time after six years that I I'm done with studying so I'm really curious to see what I can do and how my life will be. I want to start playing piano again and When I came here, I, I didn't have the time anymore, so I kind of dropped it. Now that I will move to my cousin's house, she has a piano also, so it's perfect. Now I'm like, okay, I graduated, I will stay in Brussels. Like I want to stay here and explore Brussels a bit more. I missed a lot of classes, and uh, I was not here for a bit because I was uh, with Per in Oslo. We performed our duet, and then I went to Paris to work for two days with a choreographer and then last week for a week with her also. And so it's tricky with school because also I missed classes, so I have to do a lot of catch-up. And But I don't regret at all because then I know that I will work with Meta in Varsten uh, and also I'm working with a young choreographer from France, Leila K. And we did this uh, big uh, competition in France, Danse Elargie. It went super good and we won the first prize of this uh, competition. That's why I say I don't regret that I miss classes because I know now where I go and I know until uh, mid-October that for sure I have things. I'm paid now for what I'm doing also. So it's all positive, just I have to fix a bit with parts how it's it's going to be to catch up and to... I didn't have time to prepare for anything for next year. I was really busy with just trying to finish and finish on time because I also want to f finish on time. But then from September, I don't have anything. Now I started to sit down and work on it a bit to apply for a residency project 
for which I need to find an architect. I'm trying to work on a bigger project to see how choreography and architecture could come together. I was I wanted to plan that like next year, even if I don't get the residences, I have like some spaces where I can already go, or like we already hire an office. And that is in Hungary with my friends. So I could work there, even if I don't get any residences. I just need to set up things which I haven't got the time yet to rest a bit. I will go home at least for like the first half a year. And then I'll see. I just need some recovery time from parts in another country then. And then if I would come back, then I don't think if I would come back to Brussels, or maybe yes, maybe not. Yes, so I did this edition for Rosas in January, and then again March. And then she didn't really propose anything concrete, but she expressed that she wants to work with me, so it was quite positive too. So voilà, so me, I'm just a bit in the flow also because... Now that I worked with Leilaka in Paris and we won this thing and I'm like, if I had to choose between Rosas or Leila, I'm like, I hope I can do both, but I think I will prioritize like the new creation, the new encounter and also a bit the unknown where it's going and the beginning of her career as choreographer and I want to follow that also and I think it's beautiful, like beginning of Rosas. I would have loved to be like there, you know. There is something about being at the beginning of something that it's super nice. We arrived at the very last two weeks, the student festival. 13 days with 33 personal works, many going back to the solos created during the first year. Repertoire of Trisha Brown and Rosas and the group creations of this last year. There are exhibitions, concerts, live radio, workshops and more events in the garden that create a lively and cozy atmosphere. Three years of accumulating words and movements, trying, failing, learning, doing, being lazy, dancing, discussing, articulating, gesturing, all of that was somehow transformed into 13 days festival that now, from today onwards, we want to share with you. With halfway into the festival, the graduation, an uplifting ceremony full of joy and pride on the faces of those 35 students and of the parents, family and friends that came to celebrate with them. Enjoy today's performances and thank you for coming. See you again and again and again. Put your 
deixar à vontade Larga tudo aí, vem me encontrar mais tarde o cheiro da The first piece of the festival is mine Ok, excuse me <laughs> No, but really, I'm just joking But for me it's very special To be the first one Because of a lot of things The first year, first semester at parts I started my solo asking who am I Then I finished, you know As a transgender person and discovering myself more and more and more and you have a queer transgender body opening a festival of one of well most powerful institutions of dance in the world you know that's what people say and for me this is to break a lot of stigmas you know In the festival, I'm performing my duet with Solal. I'm dancing drumming and I'm dancing Habuba Todos. It's an invitation from Hair. Drumming? Brandenburg with uh, two casts. Brandenburg and drumming. And I'm dancing also offering to a monster the creation of uh, Tamara Kubas. Flies. And I will show also my duet with Per. Flies. The trio with Amin and Daniel. Also a lot of part about the motel of Philip Gemmecker. Uh, offering for a monster. A performance of Ariadne where I just go on stage with a plate and a sandwich on it. And I just give it to Ariadna, and that's all. It's a lot of things. I perform a lot of things. Yeah, my mom comes back next Friday to see the graduation, and also my grandparents are coming, and All my family from Paris is coming the last weekend. My dad is coming in two days. I'm like, wow, my dad was never in Brussels to see me, crazy. Um, for sure he's proud and he's happy that I'm here and I'm doing what I like. He's much more, oh, Lenny, but you have to earn money and uh, what will happen? Who will feed you? Lenny, I can't give you money for your whole life. Wow, it's so weird that parents will be here. Oh my God. I feel like, okay, my mom and my dad are coming. I have to be a bit more careful. Eh? I have to not smoke in front of my dad. That's very important. <laughs> not, don't forget, Eleni. No, it's nice. I'm happy that they're coming because I, they haven't seen anything from me. <laughs> or that they haven't experienced anything of this. But they're really not the art people. <laughs> it's a different question, being proud or understanding having an understanding of what's happening. Since I started parts, I haven't been in touch with my father because of different reasons, but um, I spoke a lot with my psychologist about that and I'm writing a big letter to him that I explain to him what I'm doing in my life and maybe I will send him and maybe not. It's not, it's okay. I hope he listen to this podcast. <laughs> It was quite interesting being back. I really enjoyed it, but I kind of forgot how busy like the end of your schooling is. So to be honest, I actually didn't get to spend a lot of time with people. 
uh, which is fine. I ended up doing my own thing in Brussels anyway. And then I ended up traveling quite a lot. I went to London a few times. And then I ended up getting COVID anyway during the week of the festival, so I couldn't even watch shows. Not ideal, but I ended up only watching two days worth of the festivals of shows. Um, and then if I reflect on the grad ceremony, it was really, really strange for me actually to be a part of it, but not in the way that I thought I was when I obviously started parts and being on the side of um, the parents and family and friends. But I didn't envy their position. Like I was really proud of them and I, that was the overarching emotion. I've just been reaffirmed that all the choices I made in the last two and a half years have been the right ones for me. Yeah, just realizing that things work out the way that they're supposed to. So we have gathered here to say farewell to the 13th generation of Pars students. Wait, generation 13. <laughs> Should we really have called it that way? Theo and Andresa, you knew that one day generation number 13 would come along. Couldn't we just have well called it Generation Black Cat Walking Under a Ladder? <laughs> or Generation Murphy's Law? Because, yes, this is Generation 13, it's unfortunately also Generation Pandemic. <laughs> but wait, you already know this song, right? And we won't forget it easily, but we or you will not be reduced to it either. Because Generation 13 is also the generation that persevered that clogged, that found a second breath, a third one, a fourth one. Generation 13 is a generation that, despite everything, kept on trying and kept on hoping. Generation 13 is a generation that opens its mouth, that protests, but also the generation that carries on nonetheless, carries along and keeps hoping. And yes, we didn't always agree with each other. Even you didn't always agree with one another. And um, certain things happened that should not have happened, and other things did not happen or were left undone that should have happened. But I think that we and you always remained convinced that we wanted the best for each other, even if we always didn't agree on how that should look like. To conclude, I cannot resist in giving you some humble advice. First, answer your emails. Second, Clean up your mess in the studio and outside. <laughs> Three, realize that you are never alone as a dancer or creator, no matter how many solos you may be making. <laughs> Four, be kind to each other. You can be critical and mild to each other at the same time, really. It needs some practice, but it's possible. <laughs> Five, read the freaking manual so you can deviate from it better. Six, Dance, dance, and dance. And lastly, please do not forget, I believe, no, I am sure, and many are sure with me, that you are going to be doing great things. So now I give the word to Anna-Theresa, our director. So if Stable says he's an old man, I'm the old witch. <laughs> Generation 13, by the way, I think it's not a bad number. 
it's one, which means oneness, and three, all good things are in three. So, no bad word about the number 13. COVID-19 was particularly hard on us because it attacked the very DNA of dance. Proximity, touch, community, live events, sharing of breath, sharing together physically time and space. These years have been one of the most difficult and unimaginable in the terms of operating this school. So thank you for your constant flexibility. It's an impressive accomplishment. Since the beginning of parts, 25 years ago, Theo has had the habit of giving each generation a title. A title to remember them by. I think we should call you the resilient generation. Challenges that you made it and you made it very, very well. Congratulations. We are living in urgent times when there is a lot at stake. Yes, yes, sometimes there is this feeling are we the string quartet on, on the Titanic, you know? <laughs> Keeping on doing art throughout the whole of this Even if we think it's not going to be okay, the very idea of that it will be okay is important. And just like Stephen, he had some advice, I also have some advice to finish. There are five things you must do every day. One, sing a song. Two, do a little dance. Three, look up, activate the vertical axis by looking up the sky. Learn to know where the big bear is and the polar. And look down, because these boots are not made for walking. These boots are made for dancing. Four, as Deborah Haley would say, turn your fucking head. Yeah? And five, finally, try What I love is like just to feel that uh, I'm able. It's something about the detail and the very precise things that you can master with the body. I keep asking myself, what is it that I love about dancing? <laughs> that is the fact of um, we can rebuild the reality, we can recreate, we can... It's the idea of the change. Because when we dance, I feel that we change something. It's always the possibilities that I like. Like having a medium or anything that, that like allows me to just come in and drop in ideas and try out, but also to extend the possibilities in the fields. And this is also maybe the most communal. Like to me, to work together with people is important. 
that's the collective brain. I don't know, it makes me feel like a bit in love, kind of, when you're very happy and it's like, and then you're so excited after and you're like, and you speak like this. So I think that, yeah, I'm in love when I'm dancing. Ay, caralho! <laughs> Today it's July 18, and I just got an answer from the students' audition, the master program at parts, and I got selected. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so happy, so motherfucking happy. Here I go, honey. This was Generation 13, three years of dance and life at Parts in Brussels, in six episodes. Godspeed to all 35 students. And you, thanks for listening. As an extra, there's an epilogue waiting for you, with a conversation where Renato, Zoe, Eleni and Marla together look back on their adventures. Generation 13 is a podcast by me, Delphine Hesters. Nele Eekhout is my coach, Mixing was done by Brecht Plasgaard. Carlos Garbin created the theme music and the visuals are made by David and Duiver. This podcast is made possible thanks to the support of Parts, Concertgebouw Brugge, Kai Theater, Pakt Zolverein, Stuk, Danseshuis Oslo, The Single, and etc. Funding was provided by the Vlaamse Gemeenschap, Brussels Hoofdstedelijk Gewest and the Vlaamse Gemeenschapscommissie in Brussel. Many thanks to all the students of Generation 13 and their teachers, and the whole team of parts for their trust and support. To the Belgian Royal Palace and Her Majesty Queen Matilda. My deepest gratitude to Marla, Zoe, Eleni, Renato and Kia for taking this journey together. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please do spread the word on your social media.